This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're uh, in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York, obviously, and uh, they found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Don't forget, we'll be in Las Vegas tomorrow and Friday for a special edition of Pharrell on the Bench, gearing up for Wilder Ortiz 2, the title rematch, the heavies. Tune in and catch the big showdown this Saturday on pay-per-view, also available on the Fox Sports app. 855-212-4CBS is our toll-free hotline. Brought to you by GEICO. Great news, you can save a bunch of money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. It's more important than oxygen and water. PharrellOnTheBench.com, baby. Killer picks for cheap with amazing results. You like that sixth week out of 11 in the NFL, over 70%, 73% this past week. Shake it. 67% on the season in college football, 64% winners last week. I mean, all I do is make people money. Fans love it because PharrellOnABench.com has it all. Football, hoops, hockey, boxing, MMA, you name it. PharrellOnABench.com delivers for everyone every day. Sign up today. Hide the money from your wife. There you go. Mavia is uh, going to Vegas with me, and he's very troubled by having to spend uh, not only all night with me tonight at my uh, Ferrella Palatial, but we leave at 4.30 in the morning. So he's like, I have to sit with him for like from 2 in the morning until literally Sunday. Good grief. So Mavia's stressed out that he has to hang out with me for literally... Uh, whatever, four days. Is that what it is? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Four days you got to spend with me, Mafia. I, it's just unavoidable. There's no getting around it. He has to go back with me tonight. We don't go to sleep at all. He'll probably pass out. I won't. Yeah, I definitely might. Uh, usually I don't. Usually I stay up. I mean, it's a little later than we usually go. Usually it's like 6. We're not flying off till 7. And I didn't get much sleep last night. I woke up a little early. Didn't take a nap, so... It might be a little pass-out session, a little two-hour nap or something before we go. You're going to have to, like, just sit on the sofa and pass out a little? Maybe. Get my practice in for the plane. Do you think if you sleep for an hour or two on the sofa that you'll be able to go on the plane and sleep? Yeah. If I, if I don't get, like, at least four or five, I can go back to bed in yeah, I an can't. hour or two. I can't do that. I can't just, like, take a bunch of moldable naps. Well, that's what you do. You just spread it out a lot more. Well, I do like three or four, and then you, you know, you're up for like four or five, and then you. So now I do four hours, four to eight. Now I do two hours usually. My nap's about two hours. Today was two to four or something, maybe two and a half hours. But then you know we played basketball tonight for an hour straight. That takes a bunch out of you. That was a hundred miles an hour too. That was nonstop. We were we were UNLV tonight. We played most of the game as well. We did. I mean, which I, I you know I like it that way. I like playing. I don't like sitting on the bench. I like filling it up. Speaking of which, I got to put those highlights up. I have all those highlights done. I got to transfer them over. 
855-212-4CBS to get on the bench. T.Y. Hilton is listed as questionable for Thursday Night Football. The final injury report, um, obviously, uh, it could change tomorrow. Tomorrow's game day, right? They're playing that game. That game's in uh, Houston, right? Isn't it Colts, uh, Texans tomorrow night? Yes, it is. That's a pretty good game, don't you think? All of the primetime games this week are really intriguing games. You have Houston and Indy. On Thursday night, you have the Packer 49er game on Sunday night, and then the Ram Raven game on Monday night. So, three good primetime games this week. That's really good. Also, on uh, Sunday, there's other good games as well. I think Panthers Saints, that's a good game, right? In uh, New Orleans. It's all gone wrong for the Panthers, huh? After that, yeah. uh, they had an awful start. Cam gets hurt. They go on a run, right. and now they've been awful again for, what, three, four weeks in a row? Yeah, now they're talking about firing Ron Rivera. Right, that's changed fast too, huh? Seahawks-Eagles is in Philadelphia. That'll be a good game. Cowboys-Patriots. We had a guy call up tonight and say the Cowboys are going to win. He's probably right. What do I know? I hope he is. I hope he is too. I really do. I'll be rooting for the Cowboys. Why would I root for the Patriots? But uh, the Patriots are laying six and a half. And then you're right, uh, Packers-Niners is delicious Sunday night. We get back Sunday afternoon late, right, Moff? We'll be back in time to watch the 4 o'clock games and the 8 o'clock game. And then the Monday nighters, Ravens-Rams. <clears throat> Just so you know, uh, I know you're not going to like hearing it, but it's true. Next week I'm off again. You have to understand, I wasn't off Monday and Tuesday for some vacation. I was off for a funeral, Okay. My father-in-law died. So I am not, and just so we're clear, let's just catch up now while we can. I'm off a lot in December, okay, because I work every day of the year, and then I, all of a sudden the year's up, and I have to take these days or I lose them, which, as you know, I'm not going to do. I'm not losing vacation days. In fact, didn't I give them two back? I was like, just give me, the, you know, because I went through the litany of days they owe me, and I just said, just give me these. And then they're like, you still have two, and I'm like, just forget it. Just give me those and stay out of my life. And we'll get along great. You and I will get along great. I don't have a problem with anybody here. I really don't. But just don't tell me when to take vacations. And then we'll start having problems. You know what I mean? Like, I don't tell you when to take a vacation. Uh, you know, I don't tell you when to take off. Like, honestly, do I ever miss for anything ever? I'll come in here with my leg cut off. Mafia's like, now that's an idea. I did a show once, just so you know. Uh, I got attacked. I got uh, some guy attacked me in Times Square and and like split my head open, and uh, you know smashed. I I smashed my head open on the cement. I fell back. He crushed me and knocked me out 100 miles an hour with a sucker punch in the temple. I didn't see it coming, and uh, I fell and split my head open. I was gushing blood. And I'm not even kidding. They scraped me out, put me in an ambulance. The minute I was, I woke up in an ambulance and I knew I was going to cost me three grand to be in an ambulance, I kicked the door of the ambulance. Mafia knows it's true. And I ran with gushing blood out of my skull. And I went to Howard Stern. I did the show for four hours. And then at midnight, I drove home and I went to the hospital at three in the morning and I got it stitched. I bled for like nine hours before I went to the hospital. I just bled to death. And then I still did the show first. Mafia's like, you need to go to the hospital. I'm like, finish the show. Show's all that matters. Nothing else matters in life. The show. Mafia knows it's true that I'm crazy like that. Show comes first, family third, penguin second. I love the family. Very, I love my family very much. But... 
At least I'm honest enough to admit that the Stanley Cup's more important than anything else. Unlike Carver High, who puts his family first. What a guy. You gotta admire him and put his wife and children before hockey. Unlike me, who will put my family third or fourth. <laughs> the list of things that are important. I used to put beer and rum in front of them, too. I And, and Jameson. And, and frankly, Guinness. And Heineken. I better stop talking about beer because I'll start drinking again. Anyway. My son tonight called with a question for Mafia. He didn't even, he was afraid to ask me, so he called Mafia and said, Who should I pick in my fantasy draft, Giannis or Luca? And I told him, Luca. My name is Luca. I live on the second floor. Anyway, uh, I think Luca Doncic is, uh, to me, uh, the full meal deal with the assists. You know, the triple doubles and the assists, the fact that he drops dimes and scores 30 plus and, and grabs, you know, 11, 12 rebounds. He's he's the man. He's the man. I like Giannis, too. Giannis scoring, rebounding. He drops six dimes a game, but it's not enough for me. I like Luka's game better. And there's no one on the face of the earth that would pick Luka Doncic over Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? Like, there's not one person alive that would pick him except me. So I told him to take Luka, and what did he do? He took Giannis. He had 35, 10, and 11 tonight, Doncic. It's the fewest uh, in 30 minutes, the biggest triple-double in, in NBA history. Fewest minutes to get a 30-point triple-double in NBA history. The guy is, what is he, 20 years old? <laughs> it's, it's just insane how good he is. He's just insane. Like, do you realize that that guy is so good now that his own coach doesn't even coach him? <laughs> like, either, like, I give up. <laughs> Carlisle's like, just just go play. There's nothing, what, what, I can't teach you anything. <laughs> See ya. Have you noticed that? He's like, at first I wanted to coach him, and now I'm just like, I just sit back and watch. God, I wish that guy was on the ballers. We would be unstoppable, Mafia. Seriously, if we had Luca and Brandon, honestly, we would just kill everyone. George in Lipstick City, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Maria, what's going on, brother? I appreciate your picks, man, and I need a Miller highlight. Can we get him a cold Miller from the Pharrell Pub? Check out Well, I think McVeigh finally woke up and realized, run the damn ball. You got a guy named Gurley back there. You got two young offensive linemen that know how to rope block. They're not good at pass protection right now. Their only chance against the Ravens is to run the damn ball. Their defense is rounded in shape. I think the Rams will give Ravens all they want. Yeah, I don't know about, um, you know, Seriously, I, I need to know exactly going into this game, like in terms of we were talking before of who's in, who's out, all the rest in the playoffs. I think that um, right now they're seventh, so they're still not a playoff team. And they're like two games behind the second wild card. So in my view, they got a huge uphill battle the rest of the way. What are we now in week 12? I mean, there's only five weeks left, right? 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, six weeks. Is that what it is? So uh, it is what it is. They could still do it, but uh, they're going to need help. They're going to need Seattle and Minnesota and, da- you know, Dallas all to fail, if you ask me. Because, I mean, if Dallas doesn't win the East and Philly were to steal the East, then Dallas would become a like a wild card contender, right? I think the, uh, I think the NFC East the is, is a one-team 
uh, deal. Whoever wins the division's making it. I don't think that the, the second other team's team, out. The second place team, you just look, they're too far back. I, you know, these other teams. So, so you're telling me Dallas would be too? If they didn't get it, they'd be too far back. But the Rams aren't. Well, I'm just saying though. Right now, I mean, well, if they don't win it and the Eagles pass them, that, that means they got to lose games, right? Right. They lose this week, they're gonna be six do, and five. Do you feel that the Rams are a playoff team? No, I don't, I don't think either. they're going to. Because I don't either. Because the Niners and the Seahawks are ahead of them in that division. Both are going to finish better than them. The Packers and the Vikings are both right. better than them by a couple games. Right. That's too, unless the Vikings going to collapse, Seahawks going to collapse. The the Rams are the last hope of, uh, in my view, in the NFC. I think uh, you know outside of the six that are already there. Right. Yeah, Philly. Philly has to win that East because they're not getting a wild East card. East is Philly or Dallas. Right. They're not getting a wild so card. So there you go. So it's very. I think the rest is closed off already. Season over. So like. Carolina, season over. Oh, they're done. So, uh, I think their season's over. So, And I got to tell you, George, I think your team's very predictable and very beatable. I really do. I mean, the Steelers beat them. And the Steelers are average at best, right? Everybody talks about how good the Steelers are. Uh, and then, you know, uh, then they lose. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. I think they're average at best. I mean... I won't deny that uh, the Steelers are uh, they're five and five, whatever. It's just not good enough. They're in the eight spot right now. Last week, going into last week, they were in the six spot, right? They were the last wild card. Now they're not. Like the Raiders are ahead of them, and Raiders and Colts both with a game ahead of them now, right? Yes. So I, I think it's they're they're washed too. So we'll see, but I, it is what it is. Eight five five two one two four CBS to get on the bench. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. Anyway, uh, my thanks to uh, Jody Mack and Carrington uh, Harrison for uh, doing the shows on Monday and Tuesday when I was out for Billy O's funeral. Appreciate those guys doing the show. Uh, we're live tomorrow and Friday from Las Vegas at the MGM Grand in uh, Sin City for Wilder Ortiz 2, the heavyweight championship of the world on Fox Pay-Per-View Saturday night. Call your cable operator. We'll be live tomorrow night from Vegas. Check us out. Um, a couple other things. One, uh, the podcast of the show comes out after the show every night. And it'll be out tonight after the show on Twitter, at Scott Farrell, at On The Bench CBS. Also on Facebook.com slash Farrell On The Bench. And uh, it comes out tomorrow morning as well. It comes out every day after. So the day, the morning after it comes out. And uh, so twice it comes out after the show and then the next day. So check it out. Uh, I think you'll dig it. It's like two hours, 10, 2.15, uh, two hours, 15 minutes of uh, no commercials, just show. And I think you'll dig it. And uh, it's very popular on Entercom's uh, podcast offerings. It's highly rated, of course. The other thing I wanted to tell you about is uh, we get preempted a lot on stations everywhere because of sports play by play. Whether it's football, basketball, hockey, baseball, whatever it is, there's always something knocking us off the air on the stations that we're on. We're on so many that uh, they all do the same thing. They carry sports, and then we get preempted, and we're not on. So screw that. Six ways till Sunday. How's this sound? We have a four different ways you can listen to the show all four hours, never interrupted. Never interrupted by sports play-by-play, ever. A, the CBS Sports app, boom. I'm on there every night, four hours. Just get the CBS Sports app. It's free. Download it. Scroll down on the left. All the way at the bottom, you'll see the headphones. It says Pharrell on a Bench every night at 10 p.m. East, 7 West. You'll see Pharrell on a Bench. Click. Boom. Click. Click. Boom. 
And then uh, we're also on Radio.com, which is Entercom's kick-ass uh, Radio.com offering. And, and we're on air all four hours, no questions asked. It's badass. Also, the, uh, you know, on that thing, Radio.com, just favorite CBS Sports Radio. So every time you pull it up, you'll see it. You'll see CBS Sports Radio. Click, boom. Then uh, SiriusXM app, channel 206. We're on that every night as well, four hours. Then, uh, last but not least, Ask Alexa. You can just ask Alexa, play CBS Sports Radio. So when you see me tweet out, uh, play C-B-S-R, uh, uh, that's CBS Sports Radio. So people are like, what's this mean? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Anyway, just ask Alexa, play CBS Sports Radio. It works. And then you get the show every night, no questions asked, all four hours. Also, you get the ILC podcast, at ILC podcast, and I'm assuming ILCpodcast.com. There you go. ILC.com. And I think that pretty much covers everything, right? There you go. Danny in Miami, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, bro. I love the show, but tonight you spoke blasphemy when you spoke about Tom Brady. <laughs> you think so, huh? 100%. It's not only Tom Brady that you're trying to beat. You got to beat Bill Belichick, that grandmaster chess player. Look what he did to the Rams in the Super Bowl. That was a clinic on how to coach. Yeah, but, you know, I agree with you. That, I'm not going to argue that, but... Uh, I wasn't talking about uh, beating the Patriots. I wasn't talking about Bill Belichick. I wasn't talking about their defense. I wasn't talking about the past or Super Bowls. I was talking about one thing and one thing only. So, Danny, you got to get it through your thick head. I was talking about him being old and not playing well anymore. He hasn't looked good at all for like a month and a half, right? Am I wrong? All year. All year, maybe, you could say he's showing signs of his age. Listen, Father Time, as we all know, is undefeated. Tom thinks that he's going to play till he's 45, 6, or 7. He's imagining things, okay? So uh, I'm telling you, if you don't see it now, then you will never see it. So, it, it, like, next year, what's it going to hit you in the head like an egg? I mean, honestly, if you can't tell this year that he's not look good and that he's aging and that he's it's, it's the beginning of the end... I mean, it's painfully obvious, I think, to anyone that knows anything about football. And I think that scouts know, coaches know, teams are knowing. That no one wants to admit it. No one ever wants to go into that holy ground, that rarefied air to say Tom Brady's days are numbered. But it's true. He knows it. Everyone knows it. But no one wants to talk about it because it's sinful to talk about Tom Brady as anything other than the greatest thing ever. So that's what I was talking about. I didn't talk about the Patriots not being good or Bill Belichick can't outcoach anyone. Those things are too easy and too obvious to talk about, right? So what they need to do is realize, and I'm sure they do, because do you remember earlier this year they started talking about him playing for another team? Believe me you, the day that they let that guy Garoppolo go, they rue the day, right? They rue the day. I'm telling you, that guy was the, the answer to their problems. And now they don't have that answer anymore. So you know what's going to happen? I'm telling you what's going to happen is, is they're never going to be the same, okay? Count on that. So you you can't even argue that, Carver High. When they lose him, they're not going to be the same ever. It'll never be the same. They're not just going to get someone else to step in there and win. You do not just get somebody to step in and replace a 
Hall of Fame, six-time Super Bowl winning. Uh, that, that's the hardest thing to replace ever of all time. Uh, you you don't just replace that. You don't do that. But to be fair, I, I, nobody's going to replace him per se. But Bill has shown in the past, in the minimal amount of time that he has missed, that he can win without him. Not saying he can win without him, you know, over years or win Super Bowls. But in the small sample size that Brady has missed time, Bill has still won anyway. Okay, well, uh, fair enough. But, but it's very small sample size. The year that Castle played, they went 11-5. and five. The year where he missed the first four games with the right. dopey deflate-gate suspension. So it's not a, a lot of games. but Let's see him has. replace him and win. No, that's going to be the thing. Because guess what? He's getting old, too. That's why Bill didn't want to get rid of Garoppolo. Everybody gets old, and then we know what happens. Okay, so no one wants to talk about that. If you think he's just going to keep coaching into his 70s and winning every week, you're imagining things. Frank Reich says the Colts defense right now is legit, and it's one of the best in the league. No, it's not. Let's just end that conversation right there. Thanks. When you're 6-4, and four, you're not the best at anything. You're doing okay. Jerry Jones believes Colin Kaepernick workout was a circus. I think it's unfortunate. I'll tell you what was unfortunate about that, that that idiot changed all the rules and went and did his own thing with all of his little high school buddies and made a mockery of the entire thing and spit in the NFL's face like that guy for the Capitals hawkered and lugged on that other guy the other night. I mean, Kaepernick, all he had to do was do what they wanted, and I bet he would have had a job. But since he did what he did, this is why no one wants him. He's Mr. Do-whatever-he-wants. He doesn't listen to anybody. Right, you're right, because even if the NFL was being a bunch of jerks, the thing about this trial, it wasn't about the, the talent. We know he has talent. It's can you play by the rules, because that's what the owners want. They don't want you going off book and doing your own thing. Right. And he did exactly that. He did, he did the exact opposite of what he needed to do. Phillip Rivers' time is up, and the Chargers need to find a replacement in 2020. Do you believe that as well? Boy, does that guy look terrible this year. What did he throw, eight picks in two games? I mean, my God, the writing's on the wall. You know what he should do? Because I love Phillip Rivers. I think he's had a, an incredible, incredible run. But he needs to go home and, you know, deal with those nine kids. It's time to just go home and play with the kids. It, does it not? Did, does he not look terrible? I never worried once. Believe it or not, they're down seven in that game of the uh, Chiefs the other night in Mexico City. I never once worried about my bet, ever. Because I knew he couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> he just can't do it anymore. He's throwing ducks left and right. You know, the other thing that he's doing now... He's blaming everyone around him. Have you noticed that one, too? He's yelling at everyone. Refs, players on his own team, the other team. He's shouting at guys after the fourth down, you know, when they don't get the first down, and he's walking up the field, he's yelling at players. That's when you know it's over, when you start losing it and yelling at everybody. That's the same thing we saw tonight on the basketball court, Mafia, with a guy screaming and yelling at everybody. Screaming and yelling, screaming and yelling. Everybody's like, shut up, dude. Shut your face. Uh, here's another one. Rams are in the playoff run, but Jared Goff is holding them back. I don't th- from greatness. Greatness, my ass. I'll tell you another thing. I don't think they're great at all, at all. And I also think, but I think he's still got it. I don't. I don't believe that guy's not good. Did you see him throw that bomb the other night that got called back late in the game with about four minutes left? He threw that that fifty-yard bomb, sixty-yard bomb, and it was a touchdown. They called it back for a legal procedure. They still went down the field and scored on a running play. I think Goff still got it. I really do. The problem with them is they're so one-dimensional in in both running and throwing to Cooper Cup. That's all they do. Right. They got no blocking and no running game. So what is he supposed to do? 
Juju's got a knee injury now, not serious. He also got his bell rung. I think he's just about toast for the season. And then how about Le'Veon Bell saying he got uh, HGH blood tested five times in ten weeks? And honestly, he seems to be done with it, and I don't blame him. Is that, I mean. How many times do they test one guy? How many times can you keep doing it? But do you believe him? Do you think it's true that they tested him five times in in ten weeks? I don't know. I mean, didn't, I guess a couple guys around the league have said they've gotten tested what they feel is a lot more than other guys. David Njoku has been designated to return from injured reserve and return to practice. I guess he was back today for the Browns. That guy can play. I like his game. And then Tyreek Hill's hammy is deemed minor, but he's always standing on the sideline now, isn't he? Uh, the Niners are about to play the toughest three-game stretch this late in the season in NFL history. No team has played three straight games against teams with an 800 winning percentage, 80% in this late of the season in the Super Bowl era. We'll find out how for real they are now because we finally saw them lose. Now we'll see how they do when they play three great teams. I still think the Niners are a really good team, and I think it's because Garoppolo's good, and the running game's good, and their defense is kick-ass. Right? That's the bottom line. They've already named replacements for Ron Rivera. You know you're doomed when they're already lining up your replacements. What a roller coaster season for the Panthers. Right? You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, 855-212-4CBS to get on the bench. So, just going over some of those games. Clippers, uh, in overtime, beat the Celtics. Great game, 107-104. Those two are really good. I thought it was a great game and a, a possible, albeit, you know, you never know, finals matchup. You know what I mean? Those two are really deep and, and talented, and, and the Celtics are playing, I think, way above their heads. Kemba Walker, obviously, is fit like a glove there as opposed to drama queen uh, Kyrie, who, uh, you know, frankly, tore that team apart, right, with all of his drama. 107-104, the Clippers win it. Patrick Beverly, 14 points, 16 boards, seven dimes. How does a guard, how does he get 16 rebounds? I mean, honest to God. Block out. What's the problem? I mean, I know the guy's a great defender, but how does he get 16 boards? Honest to God. Jesus, your point guard gets 16 rebounds? Our point guard tonight had none. He had 11 dimes, though. Check out. That's what I want my point guard to do. Drop dimes. Nuggets, 105-95 over the Rockets. Jokic had 27-12. and 12. Jazz, 103-95 over the T-Wolves. Bogdanovich had 30. Bulls, 109-89 over the Pistons. Shaquille O'Neal. I'm just kidding. Shaquille Harrison had 15-11 and 11 and 5 dimes. For Chicago, Mavs 142-94 over the Warriors. I told you what Luka Doncic did. 35-10-11. Shake out a Nets by 10 over the Hornets. Jared Allen had 22 and 17 boards, two steals. Heat blow out the Cavs by 24. Duncan Robinson had 29 for Miami. I've never heard of him. Bucks, one, yeah. Bucks 135-127 over the Hawks. I hit the double-covered air. Bucks win it. Giannis 33-11-4. DeAndre Hunter, the great defender, 27-11 and two dimes for Atlanta. Raptors 113-97 over the Magic. Terrence Davis, who? 19-8-5 for Toronto. Sixers beat the Knicks. Knicks covered. Check out. Philly wins it by five. Ben Simmons had 18. He hit a three tonight is what they're telling me. And I hit the Wizards in the upset over the Spurs, 138-132. Bradley Beal at 33-4-4. And what, in hockey, right? Rangers 4-1 over the Caps. That was an upset. Ottawa beat Montreal. And now, ooh, 
overtime at the Bell Center. Two to one. There you go. College Hoops, Louisville a winner. Tennessee a winner. Memphis a winner over Little Rock. North Carolina a winner. There you go. Very exciting. Mason in Charlotte, North Carolina. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, it's an honor, man. The myth of legend, Scotty Farrell. What's going um, on, brother? Hey, uh, I just got a quick question. You were saying that uh, uh, Bill Belichick after Brady and the Patriots ain't going to be the same. Um, but when you were saying talking about Brady, you were saying that he's he's not the same. He's lost up. He's having a terrible year. But they're still nine and one. Yeah, I never said he was having a terrible year. I just think that what I said was very clearly is that he is without a doubt starting to drop off. He is starting to struggle. He's having bad game. Was he going three games without a touchdown pass? I mean, what more do you need to know? This guy threw three or four touchdowns every week of his life. After after watching other player uh, quarterbacks win Super, at the end of the day. I'm not talking about anybody else here. I'm talking about him. I'm not comparing him to anyone else ever. Okay, I agree. And at the end of the day, with Belichick back in the day, and even now, it doesn't matter who you put with him. He he's out coaches every coach by a hundred percent. Fair enough. But once again, you're just like everyone else that is called here tonight. You're just like a broken record. I, I talk about Tom Brady getting old. Everybody else is talking about Bill Belichick can't be beaten. I'm not even talking about the Patriots winning games. Am I? Have I once talked about them not winning? No. No. I've talked about Tom Brady getting old. That's it. And you people turn it into something else. Like, go to bed. Tell in Washington, D.C. Hey, Pharrell, was there? And we're going to miss you next week, brother. You know how much we love you. My man, so it is what it is, dude. I'm off Thanksgiving week. Everybody needs to have, you know, snap a tube or something. Have a beer. I don't even worry about it. Who cares? It's one week. It's five days. It'll go by faster than you can pick your nose. That's true, man. We're going to miss you, though. Hey, look, listen, two quick questions. I'm going to try to be quick. Listen, is Case Young that good where he can be the difference maker for the Redskins, the dreadful Redskins? Second question, I got a son here. My son, he's like one of the top prospects in the D.C. area playing basketball. Right. He's a senior this year. And um, in a scrimmage, he dislocated his shoulder just a couple of days ago. Me and Sergey Monday, I know you're a baller. I was just wondering if you ever had any dislocated shoulder. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I didn't dislocate it, but I, uh, I, I, I tore my rotator and labrum both, which is the same thing. Uh, it's worse. Uh, a dislocated shoulder is bad. A, a rotator and, and labrum tears are, you know, just as bad. They're both terrible. And um, it is what it is. Here's the deal. It took me nine months to get better. And um, I, I, although I did it probably when I was, what, Mavi, like 45? I did it when I was like 45, about, I don't know, maybe 47. Maybe it was about eight or nine years ago I did it. I don't even know. I've been here. I've been here almost eight years. So it was before that. It was probably it's probably ten years ago. I did it. Probably forty four years old. So I was old. Uh, whatever. I'm older now. I'm as old as as a goat. But the bottom line is, is that uh, it was a brutal surgery. And when I got it done, uh, there's no one that can deny that a rotator and labrum. It's a season ending injury. You'll have uh, no one gets that surgery and gets back on a court anytime soon. You start by having a surgery, and then you can't even lift your arm one inch, not one inch. And it takes several months to move it from one inch to six inches to 12 inches to up uh, the side by your belt. 
and then up to your shoulder and then above your head. To be able to raise it above your head all the way up into the sky will take him at least, I would think, seven to nine months. And then uh, after that, it, it takes, I think, you know, uh, in my view, it takes physical therapy and lots of, you know, I started with five-pound weights, and I ended up now, whatever, I mean, after like a couple years of lifting uh, light weights into uh, moderate weights into heavier weights, I was able to build it back up to normal. So now... Uh, I have 15 screws in there, and it's better than ever. I mean, as far as it'll ever be, it'll never be better than it is now. But I've actually uh, recovered uh, 100%. Now, I would say I've, I've rejected some shots before where I've had that stymie block where you block someone at the ball where they're coming in for a dunk or a finish, and you're coming up trying to swat it, and you both meet at the ball, and there's a, 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 re, a reaction of a physical stoppage of your shoulder where it's pinned uh, against a ball or whatever or a backboard. That has caused uh, a couple of scares for me. Like a, like a, I felt like a, a, some scar tissue ripped and that some of the screws ripped or something happened where I felt like I was tearing it again. But uh, luckily for me, because I remember when I did it, I was like, I, I think I tore my rotator again. And uh, luckily for me, it was just a, a slight, you know, tweak or a slight uh, scar tissue, you know, you know, rippage, whatever, just a little shred. And it never amounted to anything because I shoot NBA range threes uh, all day, every day. And I mean, I, I can shoot from 30 feet out. No problem with a flick of the wrist and my shoulder's fine. But that shoulder injury will take him, you know, in my view, because he's a lot younger. So it took me nine months. I'd say it'll take him six months, seven months uh, at least to get through it. But uh, I send him my very best. It's no joke. And tell him not to quit or give up or uh, he's going to be frustrated for sure. It's going to suck. But tell him never to give up and just keep grinding and fighting and, and working out and doing PT and do everything they tell you and work your ass off and he'll be back to normal. And especially when you're a kid, you can recover quicker. Rick in Toronto. Yes, thank you for taking my call, Scott. Yeah. Uh, basically, about uh, Mike Badcock, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment in 2019 won with the Toronto Raptors but didn't win with Toronto FC. The Toronto Argonauts win, uh, and the um, Toronto FC Deuce win too. And I basically, you got to think about Kyle Dubas. This is a person who says how analytics has limited the impact of cognitive bias on personal decisions. He was the reason why he was gone. That's why uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Dupas and uh, Brandon Shanahan wanted to see Sean Keith. To, Right, like, I, I, in, in Portuguese, that means they didn't get along. Bottom line, they had different outlooks on how to run the hockey team. Babcock wanted to do it one day, one way, Dubas wanted to do it another, and now Dubas has his guy in there to run it his way. And that was That's the end it. of that. There you go. I understood about 2% of what he was saying to me. Start getting into Toronto FC. Yeah, you know, what, what was like, that about? I mean, enough. MLB commissioner says punishments could be severe in the sign stealing. Yeah, sure. I'll believe it when I see it. They've released Jacoby Ellsbury to Bombers? They did. Uh, I just want you to know I wore my Bombers high-end watch to the funeral. How about that? There you go. Felipe Vasquez denied bail, faces 21 new felony charges. He's never getting out of prison ever. Magic co-founder Pat Williams pushing to bring Major League Baseball to Orlando. Good luck. I wish we had more time with that right now. I mean, get lost. They can't fill the buildings in Tampa and Miami. You want to go put a team in Orlando too? (laughs) Yeah. Good luck, dude. They should just merge the Marlins and the Rays and go put them in Orlando. Is that what you want to do? Do it that way. Carver High is very angry. Uh, all right, we'll see you from Vegas, right? 
We'll be there Thursday and Friday night live. Tune in, 10 East, 7 West. For Carver High Mafia, check out the podcast after the show tonight or tomorrow morning. Good night, everybody. Go to FarrellOnTheBench.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.